Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, I think you're. It's like super choppy. It's choppy. No, I can hear it's you. choppy and like a little delayed. Okay, sorry, I was just gonna go. Let's just try again, try again, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I'm jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Village, one of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. We'll have unfiltered conversations with Olympic athletes from the ground about the daily experiences that make up a majority of the athlete life at the Games. After all, it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies. This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit. You can hear us in the headphones, okay? Uh, okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. My name's uh, Brett Thompson with uh, Team USA and Rugby Sevens. And my name is Kevon Williams. I'm also Team USA and with Rugby Sevens as well. And not just Rugby Sevens, you guys are Eagles. And I find it really interesting that rugby seems to be the only sport in the Olympics with team names. Does that give you guys some extra juice out there or what? It, yeah, it's interesting. I never really thought about that because I guess there's not – I mean – there's team sports, obviously, but uh, rugby sevens was only included into the Olympic, the first in the 2016 Olympics, and so you know we've we've kind of been the Eagles for as long as I as I know. Um, so just you know, just kind of learning that fact now, I guess it, it's just an interesting one. But to be completely honest, I wouldn't know if it would give me any more um, motivation going into the games necessarily. But yeah, they're proud to be the Eagles. You know, that's our that's our state or state our country's Country bird. bird. Yeah. So yeah, definitely still proud to be an Eagle. But yeah, don't think it will really do much for me, unfortunately, <laughs> going into the games. Yeah. So the rugby players I know seem to be the embodiment of work hard and play hard, and they're laying it all out on the field and in the bar afterwards. What is up with the rowdy culture in rugby? Is that national? Is that international? Where do you think that comes from? Um, I, I think that, um, you know, you just build this bond with this group of guys. Um, and, you know, with with stronger bonds, you're, you're able to you, you get stronger relationships and you're able to be more open with people. And I think like especially like with our culture, we're, we're like that as well. And, you know, we work hard. Uh, we haven't partied for a while because yeah. we've been trying to get ready for the games, but we'll probably party a little bit after. Yeah. Oh, to, to add to that, I think it is just basically you go to these um, dark places with your teammates that, you know, you almost feel like at the end of the day you've earned it. You know, like yeah. you put in the hard work to be able to kind of enjoy those um, those experiences with your teammates. And, and it is, you know, majority of the time when you do go out and you do happen to drink, it's it's also even a more of a bonding experience because you're like playing games or, yeah. you know, just – just trying to have fun with each other to to increase kind of that uh, camaraderie. Yeah, and I think one of the things that people maybe don't understand is how much sacrifice goes into being not just a rugby player but an athlete in general. And you don't really have many of those outlets available to you while you're training. And I'm sure it helps to have someone that's got your back in thick and thin because rugby is super tough. Um, I, you know, rugby had this stigma of being like just this super, super tough sport. And I mean – Obviously, it is a little rough because we're out there hitting each other without uh, pads on. And, but I kind of like to think of it as like 
people are out there throwing their bodies around and at the same time they kind of want to put a little hurting on somebody but at the same time they also are trying to protect themselves so um when you're trying to protect yourselves you're not actually out there trying to actually hurt anybody too bad so that, that's kind of how i feel about it what about what do you think Brett? Yeah, the game's obviously physical, and then um, the thing about rugby sevens is it's, like, such high-speed um, contact, so, like, you are still conscious of, about, like, where you're putting your, yeah, putting your head, and, um, you, you know, like, I can't run full speed into another human being who's running full speed into me and not not put my body in the right place to kind of protect myself, so it's like, you know, we always say try to avoid the... Uh, the hard things. So you try to avoid the knees, try to avoid the hips, elbows. Um, and especially with your head. Cause you know, if you like, we've had a teammate who accidentally put his head in front of both of those or the knee and the hip. And, and then that usually ends up with a fractured face. So yeah, <laughs> yeah the game, the game is dangerous, but it's, it's all about safety. And that like, uh, from a young age, like same with football, you just try to focus on basics to, to put people in the best safe best place to be safe out there. Yeah, and way less safe as a statement are these Ron Burgundy mustaches that you guys are all sporting in your team headshots. Do you have those on your mask right now? Are those going on still? No, we don't. Yeah. Um, that was like a like a one-off thing. You know, we <laughs> the, we all knew that we were going to have headshots and we knew that we were going to keep them for at least a year. We didn't know that it was going to be like the next three years. Yeah, next three years. Um, so we all just kind of chopped it off and just rocked the mustache. And although we, we wish that we had different headshots now, we all look back on it and laugh a little bit because it was a good time. Yeah, we, I mean, we all some, – some people, if you look at those headshots, you can see there's some, um, there's some uh, untanned, uh, like, mustaches. So, like, we're all going into it and we're about to take the headshots and then some people walk in and they, they, they wimped out, you know, and you're like, come on, man, oh, we yeah. all committed to this. So, yeah. But no, that was funny. That was funny. Like like Kayvon said, we never expected those to be our headshots for the next two or three years. <laughs> so mustaches and all, you are this tight-knit group. What kind of banter or inside jokes are emerging here in Tokyo while you're at the games? I mean, there's always banter going around. People kind of clowning on each other, making fun of each other, just to try to like, you know, just keep things interesting. But running, is there anything running going on? Are you running banter right now? Uh, maybe, maybe one thing. Oh, I don't know if it's banter. What? But like Carlin is is currently in school, oh. so he's like he's got basically eight weeks to complete a course, and he's <laughs> he's basically been making an effort to like complete a course as quick as possible, like currently. So we're just saying like. Yeah, we've been giving a hard time about that. Like, man, you've waited all this long to go to class, and now all of a sudden you're you're squeezing classes into your time at the Olympics. <laughs> so I think we've kind of been joking around uh, with him about that, but yeah. obviously it's cool to see him. Yeah, I mean, back to I wish I wish I wish we did have more harsh banter because sometimes we do, but right now it's, it's, it's always in the moment. Yeah, it's always in the moment. Yeah, and yeah. speaking about. Making the most out of moments, you know, NBC Sports Watchers are more used to American football or NFL or NCAA than they are rugby. And I understand, Brett, you played high-level football, too, and then switched to rugby. You've even got a Super Bowl player on your team in Nate Ebner. What is the difference between them, and what is this rugby moment like for you guys? 
So Kayvon played at university as well. Did you do all four years? Uh, I did all four years. He did all four years. So he he technically played football longer than I did. Um, but you know, I just happened to put that in my bio all the time. But um, no, <laughs> so I went to U of A, and uh, and you know, the thing that kept me in rugby and and kind of separated itself from football uh, was just the fact that you are able to kind of do more as an athlete. You you have to execute so many more basic athletic skills as a as a rugby player compared to a football player. You know, in a football player, you're you're so much more like fine tuned to do something very well, like something one, specific one, one, very well. One thing or two things very well. Com- like if you're a receiver, yeah. you go run and you you just catch the ball. You got to run your routes, but at the end of the day, we need you to catch the ball. If you're an O lineman, we need you to know how to block. But in rugby, it's just so it's so much different because outside of the set piece, everybody does everything the exact same. Everybody has to know how to run, tackle, pass, stiff arm, mm-hmm. it, it, everything. You got to know all the aspects of the game. It's like if you were asking a quarterback, what does the – I mean, you were asking an old lineman, what does the receiver have to do on this play or what does the quarterback do on this play or – what does the defender do on the other side of the ball do? So we kind of got to know all of those things. So that's kind of yeah, yeah, that and fitness. Yeah, fitness is probably the biggest, obviously. But it is just like you know, as a as a football player, you are just you're fine tuned. Like I, I always say, like you compare chess chess to um, like if you're rugby's like being the chess master, and then like football is being like a chess piece. You know, so it's like you're you you have a specific role to fill, and you're still doing rugby, but it's like not as finite. It's like yeah. it's it's such a broad spectrum of things you need to be able to execute, and and uh, obviously there is still like you know certain positions where you have to do certain things better than others or more often than others, but you for the most part still have to do everything, especially sevens, especially sevens, yeah, especially yeah. Sevens. I think that's such a great way to put it, especially in layman's terms for all of the people at home listening who don't necessarily know much about rugby and are kind of wondering how to connect football to rugby. Uh, So switching gears, you're here at the Olympic Games. What was your first opening ceremony like? (laughs) I spent it soaking wet. Um, It it was an amazing, amazing night. You know, it's kind of everything that you dreamed of. Um, We were all like, you know, soaking wet because it was really hot. Um, You know, Polo Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren got us some super nice threads, um, but we were just a little bit hot. So everybody was um, sweating out their clothes, but it was great. You know, you get to meet all of these athletes from different um, from different parts of America, sometimes different parts of the world that are play- that are still uh, competing for America. And, you know, you get to understand their sports. You get to talk, talk to them a little bit. I mean, you might see some of the big name stars a little bit and get to talk to them. But it was really – it was a good experience. Yeah, it was great. Um, we we were fortunate enough to kind of get to the front of um, when we walked out, and that was kind of huge because, like, obviously then you're, you're on camera a little bit more. And it was funny because we try to, we try to like, separate ourselves to try to figure out our plan, move, like, to get out of there as quick as possible because we didn't want to be on our feet for too long. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as we're separating ourselves from the group, like, Perry was – the loudest one of the group and all of a sudden the whole team USA started like congregating around us. And we were like, no, no, we're trying to to figure out our details. And then we went out there to kind of like, Hey, let's take a quick picture to kind of, you know, remember the moment. moment. 
And then that's when the camera like came up to us. And like, then we were just like on camera, I guess, across the world, which yeah. or at least on NBC. So <laughs> that was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a quick experience. Um, but one will for sure remember. And I think it like just being around all those athletes for so long before we went out there and kind of just like, you know, getting the USA chance going on, it kind of brought out that whole like, here we go. Yeah, it's, it's time. Oh, it's definitely go time now. And when it is go time, when we watch Rugby Sevens, are we watching you guys and your team having the most fun out of anybody in Tokyo? I mean, are you, you're just such a bonded group, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, you can you can you can see it on the field like when you're watching it, the game when when a team makes a mistake or when somebody does good like it's it's normally not that guy that kind of picks himself up and like gets him back in the game. It's normally his teammate who's like, "Next job, we got this. We've done this a thousand times. We'll be back next play." Or on the other side, if you've done something really well, they're the first ones screaming to come congratulate you. They're so happy for you. So you can tell that they that camaraderie they have. And I mean, and with that, you'll see the fun and, and all the action that comes with it. Yeah, and in the in the conditions, especially this this uh coming up in these games, it's gonna be a tough environment. Hottest game. It's ever. gonna be a tough environment. So the teams who are like, you know, pushing each other and just kind of picking each other up uh, is is gonna be the most successful for sure. All right, Kayvon and Brett, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking to me today. Best of luck heading forward into these Tokyo 2020 games. But I think the most of luck needs to go to your teammate, Carlin Isles, and all of his courses and his studying. We're sending him all the straight A vibes here in Tokyo, but hopefully we see all of you guys coming home with some hardware from here in Tokyo. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, guys. for sure. See ya. Thank you. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit.